Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. It's Friday night in Phoenix. You're listening to the Absolute Geek Podcast. I'm Matt. I'm Kyle. I'm Brian. And as you can see, we have no Jose coming to you live Who's from the Jose? CD from the CD Sex Dungeon. <laughs> as uh, it, it, the Phoenix Police found out his plan to once again streak <laughs> at the Phoenix Waste Management Open, so ICE <laughs> raided the Sex Dungeon today and have arrested him. So Jose has been taken into custody. Um, for, he's going to be MIA yeah. for uh, for the time for at least being. a week. For at least a week, you can see his uh, mugshot on maricopamugshots.com There you go. <laughs> but they, uh, yes, yeah, they, him, it was personal. <laughs> they foiled his uh, his streaking plans, and so he was. They raided the sex dungeon earlier today. Well, if he would have stop boasting and bragging about it online maybe they fucking he would have been able to do it yeah and i know the only right? problem is he had shit there too that doesn't bid well yeah. for him. Mm-hmm. they were they're saying that there were sounds of squealing and not the lotion not the lotion that's expensive <laughs> lotion that's and he tried to call me to bail him out and i said i don't have any money i and said you what don't about deal the, with pedophiles yeah i said what about the uh the 25 dollars your mom gave you he said no i've been saving that for a year ask kyle <laughs> he owes he owes me money for parking. He says he owes me money for parking. Where's my five dollars? I want my five dollars. So he uh You're gonna leave mud in my car. Yep, there you go. Yeah, have you you still got have you washed his car for that yet? No, he never came over. Ooh. Oh god, that would have been hilarious to, to tape video that while you're doing that. And he's like oh, Kyle actually wash washing me. Jose's car. Wash my car, and Kyle just comes out with his lawn hose and just starts spraying in his car. <laughs> That's how you clean those, you know, those that carpet in that car. Yeah, they're weather techs. You get them out and you fucking spray them off. No big deal. Yeah. Not not in Jose's world, man. You you fucking destroyed his world. <laughs> right? It came fucking crumbling down. I didn't know what to do. So I think I think the uh the plenty of fish woman was actually a sting and he got set up. <laughs> Fucking cops, man. Yeah. Good thing he said he didn't have a car, right? I know, right? They didn't know what car to look for because he said he didn't have one. I know uh Snoop Dogg is playing at tonight at the waste management open. Yeah, at the bird's nest. He should have streaked through that. Right, <laughs> just take off running through there. Screw it. Jump up there and give Snoop Dogg a big old naked hug. There you go. That's what he should do. I don't think Snoop Dogg's going to be able to make it tonight with the Rick Simpson oil I gave him. Oh yeah, you hooked him up, huh? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, if it's the same Rick Simpson oil that uh, the pups on, he ain't going no. He ain't doing no concert tonight. <laughs> Tim says maybe it was a setup like Red State. Maybe. That you guys be. ever hear that famous story about the uh the the setup they, they did for that I think it was some high school in Florida where they sent in this young hot cop 
as like a 16 year old high school student and she started going to school there. And the whole thing was to catch, you know, drug dealers and drug people stem from selling drugs. So she conned this young, you know, like freshman nerd into copping a bag of weed for her. And then isn't she, that the plot of 21 jump street? It's close, but this fucking plot to never been kissed. Yeah. Oh shit. She sets him up to get the bag of weed. He's never touched marijuana in his life, and he's just doing it because he's got this hot chick going, hey, can you get me any weed? And then uh, she pops him, and he goes to fucking prison and gets a huge sentence for selling a bag of weed to an undercover cop. For some reason, I expect you to say he pops him and just gets a huge boner. I was like, well, that happened too. I mean, popped out of the sweatpants. That's how they got him to buy the weed in the first place. There you go. (laughs) Little room in. So, anyways, so, that's I hate Jose like. That's very Jose like. So, uh, how's your uh, roommate dealing with his internet fame? Um, you know, he's <laughs> much more famous than that. I mean, shit. If I told you guys the real videos that are out there, you guys would be going <laughs> away. So, you ever you ever heard about the um, um, people that sell farts in a jar on eBay? Yeah, yeah. And that's the guy that came up with it. Oh, so, really? <laughs> yeah, but now he's making all his money selling uh, farts in bags, and he ties up the bags, and it's a big deal in Japan. So, Oh, Jankum John? Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> so if, you look, if you look up uh, farts in a jar on eBay Japan, you'll, you'll see how much money he's making. Farts in a jar. <laughs> I remember yeah. one time I found a ghost in a jar on eBay. They said they were in the woods, and they came up to this uh, – I remember like, that. I remember yeah, not yeah. hearing that story. Yeah, and it, they got it in the woods, and it was a ghost in a jar. I wanted to bet on it and open it up and see what would happen. But well, it's probably really just a fart, and that, probably. You know, that was their trick to make <laughs> like, you open it up and and see how it is. Get have you ever? Bread. Have you ever like when you're a kid? Did you ever like buttercup somebody? You know. Like that and throw it in their face. That's <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? Have you ever heard of that? I, I, I swear know. to God, this is one of the best stories. I've never there. heard it called buttercupped. You, oh, you, yeah. you, you cup your fart and you throw it at them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then if you're yeah. really good at it, you like blow it like a kiss. <laughs> I, I've seen my one of my best friend's mom do that to all of uh, uh, his friends for like four years in high school. Like his mom was walking up to people and buttercupping on people. And it was the fucking most disturbing thing I'd ever seen in my life at that point. You know, like you don't expect like one of your best friend's mom to be chilling on the couch and walk over to you and Hey, how's it going? That's like one step. That's like one step below her. Just be like, how's it going, Brian? And oops, my boob fall out. Yeah. Like fuck. Once, once, once somebody's farting in there, you know, a chick's farting around you, you know it's fucking game over. Good God, what has this show become? Fucking buttercupping, buttercupping, and uh, Jose's sex dungeons. Yeah, Jose not being here to be the creepy comic relief has reverted us to buttercupping, <laughs> and my roommate's taking over that role. So, mm. creepy comic relief. He's gonna walk by and buttercup, buttercup him. Yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck! I don't think I'd, I'd be able to come on the show anymore. Out of fucking embarrassment! Holy shit! You just see Brian just sitting there, pale face, and all of a sudden he's just like, and like uh, oh, fuck, passes out, exorcist style. I see how it is though. Like on the uh, on the flip side, it's all class. 
And then, and then on us, it's that's when the roommate shows up. <laughs> <laughs> well, the best part is even the flip side guys are like, that was genius. That was genius. They go, yeah, you can thank Matt for that. He was quick on the draw. And Jose, especially. What's, is that your, what's your roommate? What did your roommate just do? Dude, I wouldn't have caught it if Jose wouldn't have said anything. Because as Jose said it is when I looked up and then I saw him fucking pulling his hand to his face. Doing the sniff test. Yeah. You gotta see how fucking... I, I see he's nowhere to be found tonight, though. Uh, he's probably fucking... Dude, that works. That dude works fucking at the VA around the VA area, and he's fucking goes through a lot of shit down there. So, oh snap, we have a legend in chat tonight. Oh shit, we have a podcast legend in here tonight. Kyle's mom's in the chat. Yeah, my mom's my mom tuned in. That's to great. See her, her special boy. And Just the time to hear your special boy talk about butter cupping. Yeah, it looks like and and forgetting fun- funerals. <laughs> It looks I'm like my nephew is, uh, is typing for her because he just. Hi, Kyle's him. mom. What's <laughs> I was going to. Oh, so um, before we get into the, the Bill Maher stuff, kind of what we were talking about last week with that um, Hell, or Hellier documentary. Yeah. That documentary is trash. What? <laughs> Yeah, it's trash. Dude, the first episode was awesome, bro. The first episode is really good, and then yeah. it, it fucking goes downhill. Yeah, I, I, I haven't watched it. I haven't, watched I haven't it. finished it yet. Yeah, like, I watched, I watched the entire thing in one night, and I'm, like, waiting. I'm just waiting, because, like, they make you feel like you, the payoff is going to be you see that whatever the fuck it is they're looking yeah. for. Yeah. And I'm waiting, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting. And the way it ends is the dumbest fucking thing i've ever seen and i'm just like done spoiler alert like you did i don't want to ruin it for you well if it's that dumb yeah fucking essentially essentially what it is is like they all start to give up and it turns out like they try to trace the dude who sends the email's ip address and the guy was never from hellier the email never came from hellier uh, they couldn't tra- they couldn't triangulate where it came from because there was it bounced it off like California and then Canada and all these different places. That's so they creepy weird. They end up going to like this this stupid fucking like abandoned train tunnel. What the fuck? Yeah, they have like this like seance type thing in this train tunnel where they're trying to talk to the ghosts through like radio waves, and they're like so they put like the you know the no, blindfold on the dude. Yes, they do. I swear oh to God. God. They put the blindfold on a dude and then earmuffs, and he's got like this little shorthand radio. Oh, yeah, and, EVP. Yeah, and yes. he's just like red pumpkin. <laughs> and he's just like spouting off all this stupid shit. <laughs> and like, then he's like, ghost. He's like, ghosts from other times and other hauntings just started entering my body and just coming out of nowhere. <laughs> and like, this is literally the dumbest shit I've ever oh, seen in my man. life. And then, and then he, then they're like, and then all of a sudden an eerie calm came over everything. And it was like, we got our answer. We got our answer without ever seeing what was needed, but it just felt like we got our answer. So we left. Uh, what? Like you talked to all these other spirits and then you're like, we got our answer. And then the credits come up. Well, yeah, I guess there much. was a reason it was free. And they're they're like, oh, it's still an ongoing case. We're still looking into it. And I'm like, dude, like you you you're not sucking me back into this. <laughs> Once is enough. Yeah, like 
like the, maybe the first episode is right really now. good. It's like it is, suspenseful right? and it like leads you to believe like you're going to see whatever the hell this thing is. And like, you know how they, in the first episode they go to like the guy's house. Like yeah. they're like, they're like, they're like, Oh, we found his house. Like two episodes later, they try to go back there with like the research can't team. Find him. I saw yeah, that. They can't find the house. Yeah. Like, wh- how the hell do you not know where you were before? <laughs> you know, how do you not be like, Oh, that's his address. Let's save that for later. And put it in your GPS, and you find out where you need to be. There's you know, a couple plot holes. There's a lot of plot holes. <laughs> and at some point, I'm just like, I wonder if like one of these guys is going to kill this dude. Like, I'm just like, I wonder if something's going to like left turn like that. I was hoping dude, for a hard left turn, but dude, at my work really sugarcoated the ending because he was like, "Yeah, I watched John." I was like, "How was it?" He was like, "You just might have to watch it. You know, it just depends on your interpretation of the show." Yeah, it takes the like, hard. So I was like, that bad, huh? He's like, I don't know. You're going to have to watch it for like, he he's really. Like, well, here's where it gets stupid. He, the guy, the main guy's like, are, well, not one of the main guys, but we're like the videographer dude, the dude with the beard. He's like, I had a dream last night and I saw a tin can. And as they're like walking to the railroad tracks, there's a tin can laying there. He's like, <laughs> that's a tin can for my dream. <laughs> and then he's like, these aliens can manifest into whatever we want them to be. So they could take the shape of a tin can. Oh, I'm not man. saying that was an alien tin can, but it was it's a tin can, can from, but it's a tin can from my dream. And I'm like, dude, come on right now. And it looked like a fucking pudding cup. It didn't even look like a tin can. It looked like a pudding cup. So it's like sitting there poking it. And he's like, yep, it's a tin can. I was like, bro, that sounds like a pudding cup to me. And his <laughs> girlfriend's like, no, it's a tin can. I was like, it doesn't sound like any tin can I've ever been around, but okay. Usually when, usually when you hit a tin can with something, it goes ting, 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 no. Dun, 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 or it sounds like crunchy plastic. Plastic, plastic, plastic. Yeah. That's a bummer. So it, yeah. it takes a hard, hard left turn. Maybe I'll just leave the episodes that I've watched because they were the first few episodes are really good. Yeah, especially the first one. The first one's amazing. Yeah. Like, they, like they I think they have like I think it's a lot of it is staged because Right when, like, a lot of times when you're like, this is really dumb, I'm going to turn this off. That's when they're like, and then we got this new piece of information. And you're like, right back in it. You're like, oh, shit, here we go. What do we got? And then it it turns out to be nothing. I was more intrigued by, like, the dude that was in the cave with him than I was was any other part of the documentary. Micah Micah Hanks? Yeah. I was more intrigued by that guy. That dude's got a really good, uh, he's got two really good paranormal podcasts. He's got one. Uh, I don't know. Anyways, they're two really good paranormal podcasts. I can't remember what they're called exactly. They're but so Mike, good, you can't remember them. Yeah, Micah Hanks is his name. Yeah, and that's what they get. They're like after that, they go back and call the specialists, and they're like, "What does it all mean?" And the dude's like, "It means that the spirits are telling you that they don't want to manifest themselves, but they're acknowledging their existence. So you're getting what you wanted. So if you feel like calm, just leave it alone." <laughs> I was like, this is uh, the way. So this, it, went, it went from goblins and alien type light to to ghosts by the end of it. Yeah, pretty much. To I specters mean, and spirits and I mean they are paranormal hunters. I mean that is their gig. Yeah, but like you're telling a story about goblins and all of a sudden it went to like this this weird like manifestation of things and she's like in the cave and like you'll hear a rustle and she's like, Hello, is anyone there? And like nothing responds, and they're like, "Oh, did you hear that?" Like the typical like ghost hunter shit. <laughs> and then, and then it's shit. like, and then That's it's like somebody, somebody like totally went over it and and VA, and they're like, "Go away!" 
Like, <laughs> like voice change. It's like, come on, dude. You know that wasn't there to begin with. But I just thought that was interesting. Like, you you guys had me hooked, so I went and checked it out after the show last weekend, and I was like, man, this is kind of a letdown. That's a bummer. Huh? That is a bummer because I mean, it started out so awesome. I mean, I guess that's just what do you, what do you expect? I mean, if, to, yeah. Now I really want to get them on the show. Now I, I, say, really, <laughs> I really, really want to reach out to them now and have them come talk about it. I would say watch the first like three episodes and then l- let yourself form your own opinion of what happened because the fucking after that it just tanks. The, the first three episodes are good, but well, oh well. They try to call this old dude who's lived in hell here all his life to get like stories. Uh, and the guy's like, Oh, not much goes on around here. And then he's like, Oh, well, you know, I was abducted once. And then this guy's like sitting, like they're sitting there doing a seance thing. And then the guy's like starting to like explain an abduction scenario. And his wife's like, Get out of there, get out of there. And I'm like, How is he having an, how is him having an abduction scenario in his mind hurting him? Where he's at right now, he's literally just sitting here in front of all of you guys. But yeah. stupid. It like I'm a, I mean I don't know I believe, but shit like that it makes me very skeptical. Like that makes me just think you're trying to sell a product now. Yeah, but they're obviously doing a good job because not only on YouTube, it's now on on uh, Amazon Prime Video. So no shit. Yep, it's got a they whole got a little se- documentary on there now. They got a second season coming. Uh, not that I know of, but <laughs> it's an ongoing it's an ongoing thing, so they might. Maybe they'll just keep updating it. Maybe we'll get a good one here soon. Maybe. Well, they just recently updated episode five. It was like sixteen days ago they added the last episode. Yeah, yeah. They've so. been they do like as far as I when I first heard the podcast them talking about it, um they said they were releasing one new a new one every Friday, but I don't know, maybe uh Maybe they're actually going to do seasons. I was just like, man, this is um, not what I was expecting. Yeah, that sucks. It's not what I was expecting either. Yeah, not that you oversold. Not that you oversold because the first episode was really good. But like, yeah. you you start watching, and you really get into it, and then you're like, man, this just took such a a hard left turn. Yeah. So. So would you like my I'll give my CBCS update before we sure, get rolling more anger. It's yeah. more anger. So the update is there is no update. Uh, <laughs> but you know, when I was talking to the facilitator that sent my books away on December 18th, remember I was telling you guys, I sent them a message. She said, oh, there's 250 books like ahead of yours or something like that. So I said, so I won't see my books till February, right? Oh, no, sir. First week of January. Well, here we are, the first week of February. And nothing, not even an update, not even a, <coughs> hey, I didn't hear anything. Hey, I didn't even bother asking. But so anybody who's into it, that's where it's at. It's, it's now February, and they swore to me it was going to be the first week of January. It's going to be interesting to see if we can go another month. Yeah, I, I I I just want to hit the twelve month mark. I mean, let's fuck it. Let's just go balls to wall. Let's just make it a let's just make it an even year. You know. <laughs> oh fuck! You know why why have it on an odd month of nine months? Let's make it twelve. 
I tell you what, all CBC or CGC has to do to fucking gain a hundred percent market share, and then then that fucking line of work is to uh, offer start signature authentication. A yep. fucking man, game over for all the other companies. So, but that's to everybody on the edge of their seats, wondering when I'm gonna get my books back. There is no update. You know, this might totally. Uh, take uh, Kyle back to the beginning of this and cause him not to want to use uh sign or get books uh, graded anymore. Cause if I remember correctly, there was a couple text messages in there saying I'm fucking never getting a book graded. This is so <laughs> no. ridiculous. This is pissing me off. Yeah. They're, yeah. That's, that's, I, I, same thing next time I say, I want to get this book signed and graded. I want anybody just to go CBCS nine months. <laughs> and I'm just gonna go fuck it. You should just go uh to Fan Fest with like a sign that just says, Hey, CBC, nine months, and just stand in front of the <laughs> CBC booth warning people. <laughs> I'll wear a shirt too. There's, is it CBC? Yeah, CGC, yes. CBCS? Yeah, CBCS. That's it. Yeah. Fuck. That, they're, the- that, they're that bad. I don't even remember their name. I'll just sit with a shirt that says it took him over nine months to get my books back. And I'll just stand there. I won't even say anything. I'll just stand there right next yeah. to their, like just, just at an angle so they can see me in like their peripheral vision here. And then everybody looks at me first and then the table and then they keep walking. You should be like holding a fake baby that says, uh, I had this baby in the amount of time it took <laughs> to get my books. My book. <laughs> <laughs> But that's yes. It's very I'm so pissed that I just have to laugh about it. Yeah, everybody else is laughing too at at, at the whole fucking Oh, I'm laughing at you like uh, every day. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I almost like you know, like I sent you guys the screenshot and like circled where he said, No, sir, yeah. you know. And I was I was nice and I decided not to. Every day I'm laughing at you. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck stupid motherfuckers all right let's move on i don't want to talk about it anymore <laughs> all right well let's let's talk about the uh i guess the elephant in the room there's no elephant in the room <sighs> well let's talk about fucking bill Maher's comments last friday as far as uh how all of us adult comic book readers are nothing but unsophisticated trash do you have the actual quote that you can read I'm looking for it. It's I've been fucking bad. For it. When you, yeah, read, you read the whole thing, it's he he shits all over us. That's like he shits all over everything the comic book medium stands for, and and people like have really come to I don't know. They've come to his not his defense, but to speak out against him. Like I can find the video of it, but I can't find the um like his actual transcript. I think there's a couple um, of sites that probably put it out. I just think he's just doing it because just for the solid fact that he's getting this kind of reaction out of it. Oh. I think it's the only reason. I don't think there's, I don't even, I don't think he believes it. I don't even think it's an opinion. I don't even think it's, I think it's something that's written for him. And I just think the first time he said something about Stanley, he got that reaction. So I think he, it started to die down and what he did was all he did was he came back and he came up with just something else to say and it did exactly what he wanted. It riled everybody back up. 
Yeah. I don't I don't think he truly even thinks it believes it or even cares about it. I think he yeah. just did it. I think it's just like he just did it to say it, just to just to hear himself talk and do it. And he got ratings, he got reactions, like you know, there's you know, we're talking about it. Every media outlet's talking about it. Twitter's talking about it. There's, you're, it's, it was everywhere. And I think that's a, what he wanted. Yeah. He probably put out a bunch of little edited clips of it, you know, on YouTube or something to just make it worse or Instagram. I'm sure there's some little clips on Instagram of him actually saying it. But I mean, that's, I just think it's just that, that's all it is, is uh, it's just bullshit. He's just doing it to fuck around, just not fuck around, but just it, it's a reason for people to watch. It's a reason for people to to Google him. It's a, and that's all it is. It's just a numbers thing. He yeah. doesn't like. So like, here it is. So sorry, Cal. Let me go finish what you were saying, Cal. No, I'll go for it. I'm good. So it says I repeat myself anyway. The editor. So it says tonight's editorial is about Stanley, who's if you missed it, died in November. A few days later, I posted a blog that in no way was an attack on Mr. Lee, but took the occasion of his death to express my dismay at people who think comic books are literature and superhero movies are great cinema and who in general are stuck in the everlasting childhood. Bragging that you're all about the Marvel Universe is boasting your mother still pins your mittens to your sleeves. You can, if you want, like the exact same things you liked when you were 10, but if you do, you need to grow up. That was the point of my blog. I'm not glad Stanley is dead. I'm saying you're alive. Uh, I'm saying I'm sad you're alive. Director Kevin Smith accused me of talk, taking a shot when no shots were fucking necessary. Except again, my shot wasn't at Stan Lee. It was at you. You know, grown men who still dress like children. Mother said and has uh, showed a, or Marsh showed a picture of Kevin Smith wearing a brand new hockey jersey. Can you stop pretending that the uh, writing in comic books is so good? Oh, please. Every superhero moves in the same thing. A person who doesn't have a power gets them, has to find out who they, how they work, and has to find a glowy thing. I'm sorry, <laughs> but if you're an adult playing with superhero dolls, I'm sorry. I mean collectible action figures. Why not go all the way and drive to work in a big wheel? But that, like, he went on on bigger to say that, like, saying that if you say you've learned social issues from comic books, that you've got a problem. He's like, that's great if you're a kid, but now you're an adult. You need to be reading like all these other like big time authors and. It pretty much just saying that comic books are are for kids, and if you you read or for taking um, comic books, it's you're you're a man child essentially. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I think Kyle's hit it on the head that he's just doing it, and we all know that Bill Maher's a douchebag. Um, and well, every- he take he takes shots at it too. He says that you know the millennials have taken to coin to the term adulting, and that like they're posting on social media with pictures of them doing work and hashtag adulting is so hard. You you know what? uh, I feel like it's funny because Bill Maher has become like the same thing that he, that people used to, couldn't stand, you know, like uh, this, this old man saying that, you know, we have to be more like adults, this and that. And that's the type of thing that he was probably complaining about 10 years ago, you know, people saying it to him. So he's become that old man. He's a complete shock jock anyways. That's the only reason he does it. Like, I think me and Kyle were talking about it. And it's like, yeah, that's kind of exactly what H- Howard Stern does. But Howard Stern at least is – he does it in a 
Howard Stern just seems like more high class. It's funny to say Howard Stern is high class or how high brow, but mm-hmm. he's so much more intelligent than somebody like Bill Maher. And Bill Maher is just a complete fucking shock jock. Well, there's a woman came out on Twitter and she like, she pretty much took him to task. And it, I mean, it's really interesting the stuff she had to say. Um, she says, Last night, Bill Maher went on a rant about comic books and those who love them. In a generation, it rhymes with sheminals that uses words like adulting and doesn't want to give up things that they loved when they were kids or grow up. Um, and, she, and she goes on to say, well, my name is so-and-so, and I've got something to say. First of all, Mr. Bill Maher, I'm not sure how smugly uh, smoking pot and screwing people way too young for you is any more mature than reading comic books, but okay, buddy. Secondly, I'm not even going to get into the literal merit of comic books. Some are great. Some have great art. Some are ridiculously trash, kind of like every other genre and medium out there. It's not worth discussing it, and it's obvious on the fact that all adding pictures does is subtract value. I want to say this. Do you know why millennials refuse to grow up? Because we finally figured out that the whole idea is bullshit, designed to suppress human joy enough to keep them grinding for an un- um, uncaring company for 50 years and unhappy marriage until the death in is a mercy. Uh, the reason my generation still plays in ball pits and reads comic books and plays dress up is that contemporary so, uh, society has made most of the good parts of adulting life f- fictionally unreachable. Um, home, family, travel, even theater is $500 a ticket. All that's left is crushing dis- despair. And the vacuum left by the loss of reachable life goals. We 80s kids um, kind of figured, fuck it. Why the hell should we give up what was good and joyful and rich in art and um, accoutrements of childhood in exchange for yawning gray void? How was that even considered a fair deal? What Mar and his peers cannot understand is that even their generation returned to the beautiful well of childhood to share in with their own children. The problem is many in my generation cannot afford to have kids or must wait unless they until very late. You're not uh, superior because you collect items from the sharper image catalogs rather than comic. <laughs> you just allow that other, you just allow what others think of you to dictate and narrow a range of joy you're allowed to express unless you really love $5,000 massage chairs, I guess. Adulthood was all adult Adulthood has always been a trick played on the whole of humanity, convincing us to give up magic and beauty and fun for their own sake in exchange for our labor and loyalty to whatever boss is going around. Only recently has society become decentralized enough to re-examine the term. When complaining that millennials refuse to grow up, it might behoove the media to stop referring to 35-year-olds as though they were helpless children who don't know what's going on, what's good for them. Companies will give us nothing but a company store. Governments sell out to each other and burn the planet. Markets offer no safety. There's almost nothing left of our parents' world. So read a fucking comic book if you want to. Life has is heartbreaking and brief. Maybe just maybe consider the idea that millennials are got this one right. It's a, not always a bad deal. The only um, benefit the master. You get one life on this rock. Why in the hell would you give up something you love just because you got old enough to really appreciate it? Give us back the social contact. Uh, make the hallmarks of adulthood remotely reachable for us. And maybe we'll consider putting down the comics. Probably not. 
but we'll have a house to read them in. <clears throat> so like she pretty much just fucking just goes off on them. And I agree with pretty much everything she said. Like just because, you know, you just because you're an adult doesn't make comics for kids. Comics are for everyone. Like it, I don't understand why there's this this stigma of just because you're an adult that um, you can't read a comic book. Why does there have to be a certain life for adults that you know what I mean? Like, I think the millennials got it 100 percent right. They care more about experiences, being around people, having fun than they do about fucking working their life away and going into debt and. Working stupid. Yeah. So, yeah, he's a fucking douchebag. It, 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 it's, it, I mean, it's the same thing we complain about all the time, though. It's like you, you get one short life, and why do you want to do something that's going to be fucking miserable all the time, you know? If you like it, just do it. Who cares if you and read a comic book, it. you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty sad. Power trip thing, also. Well, it's like what that one comic book writer artist he went on and he pretty much compared. I mean, like when you go to a baseball game, what do you do? You dress up in your favorite player's outfit and his jersey. You go there, right? You scream, you cheer, you act like a kid. You're watching a kid's game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't Bill Maher own part of the Mets? He does. So what's the? I mean, so he's contributing to a kid's something that kids play. What's the yep. difference? It's. It's, it's it's you know it's you do it you do you do it the same way it's something that you enjoy to do so you get to go do it what's the difference between watching a baseball game and reading a comic book not much i just don't like the fact that he's like grouping everybody under this one umbrella like just because they're all millennials not all millennials read comic books not all people who are like oh i'm adulting read comic books you know just because i read a comic book hasn't changed the way i've had to adult in my life. You know, I still go to work every day like everyone else. <laughs> I'm still, I still work a soul crushing job like everyone else. Yeah, waste away your life. Adulting, adulting. Yeah. I just think he just, he just did it because it, it, it He's just got a reaction. Yeah. He's just on a, on a bigger platform to do it. You know, he's never taken hits before. I mean, he he does the same. He's done a lot of the same shit. You know, he's you know he's he's kind of been labeled a culture vulture by a lot. And the problem is, is that he he's going to keep doing shit like this. It's not going to matter. I mean, it's just going to get more viewers. The the thing is, just like it's just that. Um... I don't know. It, he's got the same fan base as like an Alex Jones. Like there, his fan base is like super loyal to him, and they most of them take what he says as like gospel. So that's that's what the big issue with everyone is: is that you're gonna have people like causing a scene now because he he brought attention to this, you know. Yep. But. I just I just care because I felt like when I was watching it because I I find his program funny sometimes you know I'll watch it when it's on rarely and just like when he starts going off on that I'm like wait a minute and then we basically called us hey, he's talking swine. about me that yeah <laughs> yeah when, <laughs> basically when he's like yeah, grown ass men who read comic books are uncultured swine I was like hey dickhead that's not fair <laughs> 
It's I've, funny when you make fun of other people, but not me. Uh, yeah. I've read V for Vendetta and Watchmen. <laughs> Fuck you. You know? I've read Neil Gaiman. You know? Fuck yeah, you. He's a fucking douchebag. He's a but, big douchebag. Fuck that guy. There's very, there's a lot of people that really don't have much respect for him in his own industry, so. Really? I thought he was uh I thought he was well respected. He's a he's well respected by the left. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not I wouldn't, you know, I'm not going to get political, but you know, he's the, the one of the le- darlings of the left, so they you know they're pretty rabid fan base because of his slick back somebody. hair. Yeah, when they like somebody, they they go pretty crazy because of his slick back hair. <laughs> but other than that, I don't think there's many people out there that really care for him. He's kind of a failed comedian that had to become political to uh, stay know, relevant. Stay relevant. Yeah. yeah. To me, he's a male version of uh, Kathy. What what's her name? Griffin. Kathy Griffin. Yeah, he's a male version of Kathy Griffin. Oh, you can hear my son. Yeah, he's going crazy. He's not playing Fortnite, though, because he doesn't play Xbox anymore because he has a gaming computer. He can play Fortnite on PC. Oh, maybe he's playing it then. (laughs) (laughs) Did he sell it? He sold his Xbox? No, I wouldn't let him. He wanted to, but I wouldn't let him. Oh. Why? Give that to me. Tell me, vested a lot of time and money into it. Just keep it and play it. Also, I said you can divide up your time. You can you can still stay loyal to your Xbox and your Xbox friends and games, and you can still play on your computer as well. Nope, I'm a computer guy. All right, fuck it, have fun. Hmm. Yeah. Whatever Does makes he... you happy. Whatever makes you happy. I don't want to call him an unsophisticated non Xbox player. You know. Does he still play with a controller on his PC? No, he he plays on the keyboard. He plays on the keyboard. Okay, yeah. I was gonna say. Then he's an uncultured swine. <laughs> no, he's a, he's a <laughs> cultured he's, gamer. He says that he's leaving one, but still uses the the control pad. He's an uncultured swine. No, he went out and he bought a certain keyboard so that it, it was easier for him or something. Hmm. He had to get one that went clickety clack. That's what I got. Those are nice. <laughs> clack 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 clack. All right, since everyone in the chat is screaming, who the fuck cares about Bill Maher? Um, who, who's going to play the next Batman? I just heard today about this Ben Affleck thing. I didn't look into it, so he's officially done. Dunzo. Dude, he's a drunk. He's in and out of rehab. There's no way he's going to be able to stay out of rehab long enough to play Batman again. They're trying to get this movie out, so of course they fucking are moving on from him. Well, <laughs> And they want to go younger, too. So, because it what they said the new Batman they're looking at more of it's going to be more like a detective noir than it is going to be more of a a Batman Batman movie. Good so year gonna... one. Matt Damon, Tim's in the <laughs> chat. Matt Damon. They you know they should have um, Michael Keaton like, come back. No, well they want to go young. Oh, like a I think they went like a pretty boy Batman. I tell you what, that dude that plays they, the uh, Nightwing and the Titans uh, thing—they knocked it out of the park with his casting. He's fucking perfect for that role. But if you watch that Titans movie, they, the casting that the Titans show, the casting they did for Jason Todd—big fucking difference. They should have Zac Efron play Batman. Go younger. I wouldn't be a bad choice. I think you go younger and you go with a relatively unknown. Eyes. You go with an unknown actor. 
I, I think unknown's the way to go. Yeah, fuck yeah. I think that's the way to go. Like who? Or you sit there and you say, or you sit there and say, and you say, we're going to go younger. This is a a new Batman, and we're going to cast someone new. And then when it shows up, it's fucking Batman Beyond. Michael (laughs) Keaton's the first thing you see walk out of the back of the room, and it's Batman Beyond. And he's badass. Well, didn't he, didn't Bruce Wayne retire as Batman in 2019? He did. There you go. The beginning. I, but I mean, like, who up and coming younger star would you see as Batman, though? You got to go, like I said, unknown actor, like, put out a cast. Yeah, but, and- but even like unknown, even when they go with an unknown actor, he's still, it's someone who's younger, who's still kind of up and coming, and you, you kind of know his name. Like, they're still going to, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not just going to be like, it's going to be somebody that's that's right on the fringe of hot. They're I don't not, know. I don't think they're not going to go like out of nowhere, someone you've never heard of at all, ever. But maybe. Who knows? He's, yeah, it's his Xbox. Um, Tim says the Snyderverse that Kevin Smith has been talking about ever came we wouldn't even be asking these questions. I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. The The problem is, is that, I don't know, like, got Garcia here. I don't know, like, the Kevin Nolan Spider-Verse isn't even that good. That's Spider-Verse. Yeah. Kevin Nolan Batman universe. Like, Bat- the Dark Knight was good, but that was that was pretty much it. Tell him to sit down. Let's talk about. Let's talk. Let's talk to him. Even then, you have people that'll argue that. It, Hold up a chair. Hold up a chair. It's all hey, trash. If if I play the sound uh, over just the speakers, does that fuck it up? I, I don't know. Uh, probably because it'll, it'll probably pick up in your mic and echo back through. Can you guys hear it echoing back through? No, I can't right now. No. Yeah, I got it going through. So it's fucking the legend. The legend. It's fucking Garcia. Say what's Dude, up? I thought Kyle's gonna be here. Be here, like. We're I'm gonna be right there. Now. Be there after we're done on the show. Got all those toys. Damn. Yeah. Right. Freaking nerd. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking nerd. <laughs> yeah. Hey, nice Elvira shirt. Thanks. My sister got got it for me for Christmas. Mistress of the Dark. That's one of those. Uh, another one of those really underrated comics. <laughs> Old school Elvira comics. Those things were badass, man. So here's one of these sun, unsophisticated comic book reading millennials right here. This kid's doing it right, man. Right? What do you think, Garcia? About what? The whole Bill Maher thing. What's going on? There you go, dude. There Nick, you no, go. Exactly. Nick, Nick Jonas. <laughs> Nick the Jonas. Millennial. Not, he can complain all he wants. He, they don't give a shit about him. <laughs> They're ready to Nick, sell their comic collection and move move uh, out of the state <laughs> go follow the the bands that's a lot more fun than reading comic books isn't it hey um hey kyle are you still gonna can i still carpool with you to uh, limp biscuit i'm not going to limp biscuit <laughs> <laughs> the fuck would i go see that for yeah, sure. stupid 90s band yeah you can come with me 
I yeah, but really but but it's not for Kyle. It's for his kid. Because Kyle's <laughs> kid wants to see Limp Biscuit. <laughs> no, we're really going to go see Kill Switch and Gage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I heard they they totally changed their sound too. They're really they mellow just, now. Yeah, still sounds fucking cool as shit though. They still sound cool as shit. Yeah. So let's talk to some. So Garcia's decided he's not a big comic book guy anymore. What happened, Garcia? Can you tell us your story? What do you mean? Like why I quit? Yeah, what made you, you know, you enjoyed reading comic books? Just What happened? So much of a hassle every week. Like just spending like $60, $50 a week. God damn, you spent that much? No wonder we stop reading comic books. Jesus Christ. Like, I don't know. I have OCD when it comes to comic books. Like I type every cover. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. (laughs) Every variant, every cover, every new image book that's come out that week. I have to get what's hot. Like I just, you know. And then everyone else is like, it just, you know, it just gets really repetitive every week. So it gets boring, you know. What gets boring? Tim says, "Don't lie." Bill Maher got to him. We lost another one. (laughs) He took us. He took. He took Garcia out of the bubble. Yeah. Mm. But I mean, is that just what it, you just got tired of buying them, or you got? Was it the stories? Was it art? Was it? I mean, you just you know, what? what? I, like, I only buy based on like cover artists, like with J. Scott Campbell or Adam Hughes. That's it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's it. Like I just had to really limit myself. Like just buy what I really, really. Want. <laughs> You know? That's how it should be anyway. Hey, your dog wants to play, Brian. <laughs> That's because Garcia's there. Whenever someone comes over, dog gets super excited to to, to play. Yeah. Rick Simpson oil goes <laughs> goes out of the picture at that point. I think another problem is comics have gotten shitty, man. I hate to I, say it. I actually know. Like there's a bunch well, of good stories though. Yeah, but there's too many shitty ones. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of them. I mean, like, I mean, it's, and it's like, and I think a big problem is, is is switching artists, switching writers. So now you get used to this story of this flow with this writer and then this artist, and all of a sudden you open up the next issue and it's different. It's not the same. And and when, when it feels off, it doesn't, it, it's hard to make that connection again. Like, you know, like, we were all reading Snyder and Capullo write Batman. It was awesome. And then, you know, once it got towards the end, it started trickling off and it started changing and it didn't have, like you could tell when it started losing it and it just wasn't the same. And I think that's what a lot of what's going on with, and I know you have to switch things up and you got to try things. You got to try, you can't have the same old writers, and the same old artists, but I think switching them up too quick. And, and it seems like these stories build up and then they peter out. Like you get all sucked in and all of a sudden it like it was a great concept and you could tell and then it like flatlines. And I think a lot of these stories, that's what happens is they kind of flatline. And you've got to muscle through too many issues before it picks back up. Like I think that's one of the reasons why Matt had bailed on Flash. Because it would go all right, it would go all right, it would go all right, and then it would peter out and you're like, shit. And then it would be hard to come back to it. And I think, you know, and I think that's one of the big problem with comics right now is it's 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 hard to keep the stories going because i mean how, how many true concepts can you have 
Well, and then there's a lot of concepts, or not concepts, but they're just throwing mud at a wall and seeing if it'll stick. You know, you got a lot of shit stories out there. But the other thing is, is that is true, is, you know, Image does do a good job just allowing anybody to put out a book. So, you know, there is good stories out there. And, yeah, a lot of them are getting made into the movies. But I don't know. maybe that's another thing to say about this whole Bill Maher thing. Shit, half the really good movies that have been out in the last, you know, three years or something have been con- either movies based on comic book characters or actual, you know, uh, stories that get started in the comics and that people just don't realize it. So, you know, that's another crazy thing. Did you see that uh, about Huck, Kyle? Is What's that, that? Being a movie or it's optioned for a movie? Yeah, they're optioning it. So yeah, everything's going to be good. on Netflix. It's uh, part of the Millar World deal on Netflix. It's yeah. one of Netflix, Netflix's first properties. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. I, I mean, it's a cool story. It's going to be a great... I mean, it's going to be a great 10 series or 10 episode series. It, it's, you know, it, it's a nice, lighthearted, pretty good story. I, I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed when it was coming out. I couldn't wait for the next issue. Well, it even was, like, well, I'm sorry, go ahead, Kyle. I said it was, it was even one of those stories that this one of the very few stories that actually finished and ended very well. Like they, they kind of closed it up. They kind of left it a little bit open to continue, but they, they kind of closed everything up and they kind of, you know, it just didn't peter out. But I think the problem is, is you're, they're still burying relatively unknown talent. There's good talent out there. That's great storytelling. But when you have like Marvel DC image, these, these companies are looking at the writer names and they're trying to capitalize a off the name B off the previous stories they've told and C off of their ability to sell something that could be turned into a product for another medium, whether it be TV or movies, you still have a lot of relatively young talent out there. Good talent with good ideas. That's going unnoticed because these companies don't want to take a chance on them. Like if you look at like, that's why you have people like Scott Snyder writing 15 different books. That's why you have Brian Michael Bendis writing 60 different books is because their, their names sell, they sell on name alone. Well, Marvel gave that a try. And what did we all do to Marvel? They tried getting all these unknown writers and these unknown artists and these these up and comings and and what happened? What did we all what do we all say? Well, Donny Cates, yeah, <laughs> Donny Cates is killing it at Marvel. So, I mean, but for, I'm, but for a long time, what did we all say about Marvel? Cena Grace is killing it at Marvel too, right? And Iceman, he's just it's you're not getting the the time of day yeah. really. Like they're not pushing those books the way they're pushing other books you're not going to push a cena grace Iceman as hard as you're going to push a um you know brian michael bendis spider-man story because the name isn't as is hard selling i just think when i i think when marvel did try to make the big jump to a lot of new artists and new writers we went marvel's trash now <laughs> and everybody bailed and people stopped buying it and well and they they could try control a lot on I don't think Marvel's trash because they're trying to get any people. I think they're trash because they're trying to to retell and rehash old stories. Like, did we really need another Civil War? Did we need another fucking whole run of Civil War two books? I no. mean, that well, that's what I found is I found I didn't like the art and I none of these new stories were grabbing me. Like, and, and it I, feels like even with Rebirth, like Rebirth was good for a little bit. And now it almost feels like DC's trying to work their back way to having another crisis. 
Like, like they think like these, they need to have these big yearly event books to sell. And you don't, you don't need to have that. Look at, look at one of the best. Gregory shown is the perfect example of what I'm talking about. Oh, she's getting his books. How many times have we said this motherfucker needs to be in comics? Why isn't this motherfucker writing for image? And what did he say? Image wouldn't give him the time of day. Yep. He's got all these people that love his book. He's, he's barely had any negative reviews and image wouldn't even get him the time of day. See, that doesn't make sense to me because, well, it makes sense to me, you know, his part of it. But, you know, Tom McFarlane just put out that interview not too long ago with the guy from Complex. Did you guys see that interview? Mm-mm. So this, the, one of the guys, I think it might be the guy that started Complex. He went around and started doing these videos uh, <coughs> on YouTube where he interviews these, you know, famous, like, innovators and everything and every, different things. You know what I mean? And one of the people he goes and talks to is Tom McFarlane. And one of the, and it's really cool because they're sitting in Todd's office where he does all his his uh, you know sketching on that I, that uh, tablet thing he's got, uh-huh. and so he's asking Todd about you know why he decided to do this, why he said this. But at one point they're talking about you know why they decided to do image, and Todd goes, "Will it was weird because he almost made it, if I can't I can't remember exactly what he said, but he's like we'll give anybody a try they want, and we don't take any of the rights." We we make barely hardly any money off of it. It's all a hundred percent to them. And he acted like anybody can come to Image. Yeah, because I think he said they only make enough money to pretty much cover printing costs. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So we interviewed him. He said he said yeah he tried because I that's what I said. I said why isn't this an Image? And he said well, I, I remember that. Yeah. Let me know. Yeah. So I mean, fucking Todd's lying like a motherfucker. <laughs> well, he's not lying, but it's. It's yeah, your name if your name is you know, Liefeld or Snyder or Jock or Bendis or anybody who's established, come and you have a personal project you want to do, come do it at image. Yeah, w- w- you know, we won't take anything from you. But if you're a virtually unknown who's trying to break into the market, have a nice fucking day. Yeah. And that's yeah. why you have so much good shit out there from people that are doing online comics or they're with like um like what are some of these other smaller comic books uh companies um vault vault or um thinking of one that starts with a t um titan titan so you've got all these other smaller comic book companies where all these fresh young talent are going to and they're getting ripped off or jacked to being online only content you know they're not even getting in published in stores because most comic book stores don't carry these companies you know but you know what is weird about that is that everything else has gone to online content and we and if anything that should have been perfect for online content it was comic books and it hasn't caught on huge online content for comic books you know? because people still want them in their hand and because there's still value behind them yeah no, once they go on beat, yeah what? nothing will beat the feel of a, a paper book in your hand and and with a, yeah, with a virtual they, book there's never going to be a true out. cost behind it about novels and shit you know what i mean like they don't sell novels barely anymore it's all on pads yeah, ipads and shit because, well, like Kyle a lot just of novels said. don't don't increase in value they can right. just stay well, shit dude you see look, look, what first, look what a first print harry potter sells for a second how much would it be a first print digital harry potter be worth i understand but there's what i've seen like it's gone to that and that's where it's gone like they don't they hardly print any uh physical hardback books anymore you know what i mean so i i have to agree with Kyle. i think it's just that the the value 
the physical value on the comic book when you get into the scale of grading and getting it signed and the physical value on the comic book there's just there's just more upside for physical than digital yeah yeah i mean i guess if you could only claim at 10,000 like and there was no way to reproduce it digitally i guess you can kind of put a value on it because there's still only a limited number, but how would you be able to do that? You know what I mean? Well, you would think that, like Matt was saying, at least the guys that aren't getting a shot in the physical floppy world should be putting out comics, and they should be, you know what I mean? People should be like, oh, shit, have you, just like we do it with, with floppies or any other stories, hey, man, have you read this? And, you know, why don't we hear that a lot about online? For the, Even the people that can't even, you know, put out physical copies. They can't afford it or whatever. It's weird. Yeah, you got people who are doing that with music and SoundCloud and shit. Yep. Yeah, they don't really, I mean, I guess it's, yeah, they don't really offer, at least I'm not aware of, I, other than like Kickstarter or GoFundMe that would offer something yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, shit, a lot of those comics that, you know, uh, are getting big in, in, in the indie world right now come from Kickstarter. Look at that Rags, that, that book oh, Rags. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was all from Kickstarter, you know, and look at where Ethan Van Skyver's going. He's doing all the Kickstarter stuff. And I think that's, I mean, that's what I think a lot of these younger dudes are turning to instead of having the dream of going to San Diego with your portfolio and getting picked up and getting a deal and getting your comic published. They're doing it on their own. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you see a lot of people in, in conventions peddling their own books and stuff you know because they're trying to do it on their own yeah but i guess i'm sure that gets expensive like print costs alone has got to be expensive yeah but it's like it's like you guys were talking about on flip side is has this and it's kind of like what garcia just said this this comic books as a hobby has become way too damn expensive yeah like expensive as you make it garcia just basically confirmed the argument right there yeah you know Danny uh, Garcia. Everybody on the show used to go to when uh, you know weekly to get books. Everybody on the show used to every Wednesday we would be in some shop somewhere picking up books. But like I see people like this, I, I don't know. I see people like spending like two hundred dollars a week. I'm like, I'd rather just use that money to mm-hmm. save or for my car or something, or like car car payment or a concert or not just comic. That's book. you growing up. Yeah. Then you'll hit a plateau where you're like, this sucks, and then you'll go back to comics. <laughs> yeah, you go out, you go in, you go out. Yeah. It's just the way it is. But I don't know. I like having space for some reason. So comic books just I don't know. I'm they take to... up a lot of space. Yeah. Quickly. Yes, they they, they can fill up it. a kitchen island so fast. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> Jesus. And pitch your roommate off and cause him to scratch himself. Yeah. God damn you, Brian. <laughs> so, but yeah, who do we got next? This is why we can't have nice things, Brian. Because they take up too much space. Because they take up too much space. I don't know. You're the mis- you're Mr. Show Organizer. What do you got less on your list? I send it to you. Oh, yeah. Man. But you run the show, bro. <laughs> Behind the scenes. Uh. <laughs> you got this. What do you got I next? I got this shit. 
God damn it, that means I have to get off of YouTube. Yeah, what the hell are you doing on YouTube? <laughs> oh, you went, did wrestling all weekend. Why don't you tell us about I your did. wrestling extravaganza? Uh, I was sick the end. Oh, come on, man. You did nothing but post fucking videos in our chat for two fucking days. So, well, to like, the point where I muted it and you I did. <laughs> nice. Yes, because you don't do that when you fucking say, go that's to a why, concert. That's why I didn't say a word. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't say a fucking word because that's exactly, exactly what I said. I was like, I was like, oh, this is what it feels like and I will never do it again. Yeah. It's <laughs> annoying, isn't it? It's, well, I didn't do it for two straight days, so. Well. But I was like, but I understood, like, you, uh, Lance, Andy, you guys all are into wrestling, so I understood the uh, the overabundance of videos because it was, they were both excited about it, so. Three of the five people in that chat are into it, so. Yeah, so I knew I was overruled, so I just, I all I did was click mute for eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, it was fun. Like, we went to WWE Theory. We went to NXT on uh, Saturday night, and that was a blast. And, like, I was sick last week before the show started. And then I shouldn't have went to the shows, but I was like, fuck it. I spent money on this, and I was feeling better. I'm going to go. So I went to NXT, and then, like, I don't, like, halfway through the show, after screaming and yelling, like, I couldn't breathe and I couldn't catch my breath. And, it was just like was your heart fluttering from seeing all those guys and no, no shirts no. all oiled up with shorty shorts on and but oh, like it just like I'm so close I could touch the oil it like just attacked me even harder but <laughs> then Sunday uh, Sunday we went to the Royal Rumble and your and heart was cool. fluttering again yep. for being so close we got upgraded to floor seats we were in the stands and got upgraded to floor seats so that was cool I, I could Is see their packages you guys all had signs. No, we didn't have signs, but we were like right on the aisle. So when the wrestlers got tossed out of the Royal Rumble, they walked like r- right next to me. Like I you was high fiving them. them, and yep, <laughs> could smell the baby oil. You were sniffing their man sweat. Yep, the baby oil. But was that a pay per view event? It was. Wow. So I we think- went. We went, and we were supposed to be in the stands, and they blocked off the section we were in because they didn't sell enough tickets. And the guy was like, oh, dude, how do you want to be? How would you like to be upgraded? I was like, fuck yeah, man. That sounds awesome. He's like, all right, cool. Here's the best seats in the house. So we went over there and these, these seats sucked. Like we went from, (laughs) we went from like a perfect side view of the ring to like a corner view. And I was like, these seats are trash. And so we went back and we uh, were like, dude, like if you're going to give us an upgrade, give us a real upgrade because these seats here are trash. And he's like, well, the seats you paid for were only $20. I said, no, sir. That is an incorrect statement. <laughs> I hit him. I hit him with the no, sir. That is an incorrect statement. And he looks at me. and He's like, what? I was like, I paid $60 for those seats per ticket. So there's no way they were only $20 seats. And he's like, oh, well, he's like, the ones we're giving you are 120 I go, there's no way. They're about the same value because these seats are up higher and they're shittier view. And I was like, come on, man. I was like, if you're going to upgrade us and pitch an upgrade, give me a fucking upgrade. And he's like, all right, cool. And he reached his back pockets and handed us two floor seats, which was cool. So like, you're sitting there having a good time. And as we're watching, as I'm watching, dude, and like Jeff Hardy, one of my all-time favorite wrestlers, was wrestling. And he's, he Matt gets eliminated. Him. He gets eliminated and he's coming by. And I've got my phone ready to like ask for a picture and take video and high five them. And next thing I know, I see like, I went with my buddy, Eric, I see his hands start flailing in the air and I'm like, what the fuck? And I look over as he breaks his chair and falls backwards. 
<laughs> so he's like on the ground. So like I'm pointing and laughing at him and I look by just in time to like high five Jeff Hardy as he walked by and I look back down at him and go, you bastard. I missed getting a picture with him because I had to watch your ass fall on the floor. <laughs> but I was just laughing at him the rest of the time that, that he fell on the floor and shit. But I got a free uh, dope ass folding chair out of it. Let me see if I can get it. It smells like man sweat. Ugh. Nice. They let you take that? Yeah. <laughs> Put that shit up on eBay, man. <laughs> Make some money. Yeah, so they let you they let you take it home if you had one of the floor seat tickets. So I did that at a slipknot concert once, but they wouldn't let us take them home, but people were just ripping seats out of the fucking celebrity theater. They wouldn't let you take the seat home? We were supposed to rip them out of the celebrity theater. <laughs> That's <laughs> a shocker. I did that at the, uh, what is it, the auction pavilion when it was Compton Terrace? No, yeah, Compton, Compton no, Terrace. Yeah. No, it was the uh, Desert Sky. It was Desert Sky. Yeah. It was for Lollapalooza. We had all Wasn't ran it up Compton and it was. Terrace just, before that? No, Compton Terrace was out there uh, by the uh, by Firebird Lake. Yeah, 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 by the PIR, right? That's where it used the festival concerts used to be. Yeah, I remember like where Metallica seeing, and Guns N' Roses and stuff. Played. I was about to say, I remember seeing Guns N' Roses there in like, yeah. you know, late eighties, early nineties. <laughs> young kid, but I think Green Day had come on. They were the first band of Lollapalooza the year I went and seen them, and we all had gone up front, but there wasn't enough room for all of us. So everybody started ripping the chairs out, and now up front. So now when you go, and I think I don't know if this is the contributing factor. <laughs> So you know when you go to the front of the stage at auction, there's not you know it's it's the pit area now. And there's nothing there, but there used to be chairs. We ripped them out. Fuck Did you get you. paid to rip them out? I took it home. Let me go grab it real quick. Yeah, go grab it. <laughs> My sitting right next to me, you bastard. He didn't, he didn't miss a beat. <laughs> man, that was fucking perfect. Oh, man. Mine was just oh, sitting right here next to me, you bastard. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. You waited a week to fucking shut that shit off. <laughs> yeah, gee, oh, I waited a week. When was the last time we recorded an episode, Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. That's fucking oh, funny, though. Man. But that's it, man. I have Walking Dead figures too, Kyle. You want to see them? Let me go get them real quick. <laughs> Let me put them up behind me too, bastard. Yeah, I didn't put them up behind me for the show. They were already there. But yeah, I, I just moved my chair around. And I had to tote it around, and I felt pretty cool sitting and waiting for the light rail. On your when chair? Had, yeah. When I had no, when the light rail was packed and there was, there was no seats left, so I just unfolded my chair and sat down. <laughs> It'd be funny if you have forgot it. I wouldn't have forgot it. I'd have been pissed. Oh, I thought about selling it on eBay, though. Fucking A, man. Shipping is stuck for that. I'd be, you know what I would do is I would buy it and then bitch about it when it came damaged. Yeah, <laughs> the packing sucked. I want my money back. Yeah, <laughs> have you looked on eBay to see if they're on there? No, I haven't. Uh, that'd be kind of they give them to everybody only if you bought floor seats. Only if you had like you didn't buy a fucking floor, floor seat. seat, you should have left that shit there. I got upgraded, son. Full upgrade, package. upgrade. 
It was their first. It was their first uh, Royal Rumble in a baseball stadium. Oh wow! I was hoping they might actually go old school and do Coliseum. And it was funny because they, they did were it at like the Bank One. I thought they did it at the basketball arena. No, they did it at Chase Field. Oh, that's cool. And they, uh, they, they're pretty. Much, it's like forty-eight thousand people. They're like that's something the Diamondbacks can't do on a good day. They used wow. to. They they can't sell the Diamondbacks can't even come close to selling out that arena. Yeah, because they haven't put together a twenty win season in ten years. <laughs> They've almost made the playoffs a couple of years in a row, but they still suck. They still suck. Let's see. Taking shots now. I shouldn't talk about how bad the Diamondbacks are. The Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks. The Matt <laughs> Diamondbacks. That's what I was about to say. The Matt Diamondbacks. <laughs> yep. They're coming. He's coming here. How do you like them apples? Yeah. <laughs> Applesauce, bitch. <laughs> you like apples? <laughs> I don't know if they'll be on their jerseys. Yeah, I talked to a guy today at work uh, that's never seen mall rats. Whoa, where's he? What rock has he been living under? Right? I go, man, that reminds me of mall rats. He goes, what's mall rats? And I'm like, dude, are you fucking serious? That's not that surprising, but... It really? is, but it isn't. Yeah, that movie was fucking massive. Everybody's this seen this dude's our age. He's so he, you know. I couldn't believe he had never seen it. Not even on accident. Like that's how I first watched it. <laughs> I just remember somebody telling us that a chick from Dazing if Fuse tits were in it. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it. I, the first time I watched it, it was on. Uh, I was at my buddy Chuck's house. Chuck. And uh, Chuck's, up, Chuck's on the chat. I think so. And he used to live with his girlfriend at the time, and and her and her mom. And I remember I was. She. What happened was when we would go do things is when she decided she wanted to fight with him. Chuck, I need to talk to you in the bathroom, which meant it was two and a half hours of them fucking fighting, and I'd just sit there and fucking watch TV and just wait it out. You just stoned out of my mind, you know. So I'm sitting there and fucking, I turn it. I get on the couch. Sure shit. I, she walks out. Chuck, can I see you in the bathroom? So I fucking put on Marats and I was like, ha, this is the fucking funniest shit I've ever seen. And I just sat there and watched Marats and by the time it was over, the fight was pretty close to being done. And we left and we went to go do whatever, we, you know, whatever our plans were that we didn't include her in. But that's how I got introduced into Marats. So interesting isn't it i thought so that's why i told the story mm-hmm. i couldn't hear you because i was too busy hearing uh somebody chewing ice ice cubes oh, oh no, shit was it that loud yes fucking a, dude. you should <laughs> shake your cup one more fucking time too <laughs> <laughs> you of all people have no fucking room to say a goddamn thing about that kyle <laughs> <laughs> yeah you should i can hear ice clinking in a glass somewhere <laughs> yeah it's fucking stinting <laughs> yeah uh, so do you do you think with these this is something Garcia can probably chime in on so they've been releasing some really cool trailers for The Walking Dead like the last couple trailers have been fucking like awesome is this the introduction to us truly being let down or do you think this is those this is going to live up to the hype. and Because, I mean, so far it's been a good half of the season. I think but, it relaunches the series. Do you think it does? I think what it do you, does. 
What's what do you going think, on? Garcia? I mean, what's going on? Because I can't fucking watch that shit. It's so terrible. Uh, I mean, the last couple trailers. I mean, they re- they're really pushing the whispers hard. So, like, the last trailer was what is it? Issue one thirty two, where he pulls the, they pull the shotgun out, and that's what they do in the trailer. So you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know. It's just, it's it's. I've gotten super pumped for it. But did they introduce Samantha Morton yet? Chick playing Alpha? No, no. When they come back, they will. Yeah. I think it'll revitalize the show, man. She's a great character. It's perfect to use Negan to bring, I mean, Negan into the fucking fold as a good guy, you know, replace Rick. Do you think these, these, uh, what do you think, Garcia? Do you think these trailers are hyping us up for disappointment or do you think they're hyping us up to, to bring on the, the fucking, the, what we used to love for the walking dead? I haven't seen any of these shows you're talking about. Oh, my ever. God. You know? I've been watching Death You fucking kill me, dude. I don't know. Like, when I, I'm pretty excited. Like, I'm optimistic about the season. Because the last couple were pretty bad. Oh, fucking A. Oh, what is that? Fucking A, dude. Is that Culver's? Hey, why isn't there a fucking fourth one? I'm coming over. I don't know which one it is. Can't. I don't know who's who. You got Reese's and Snickers. Fucking Rick Simpson oil and fucking Culver's blizzards. <laughs> that's fucking, that's what uh, YouTube fame gets. Yeah. <laughs> Scratches balls and you get it. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dinosaur. Right over here. Oh, man. I'm hoping this last half will be like the whispers will be like badass you know i'm hoping like i'm just what are you hoping that happens that makes the whispers badass because you've read all the comics you know them. You i know think you guys should have asked him if he washed his hands before you started eating those <laughs> that was a long time ago since i watched where the comics I, I'm before you since you washed your hands <laughs> <laughs> brian doesn't care he's like this is so good i don't care if he washed his hands or not <laughs> my gummy bears have kicked in i'm fucking i'm eating fucking hey man <laughs> So I mean, you watched the first half of the season, right? Yeah. You just haven't seen the last couple of trailers that they've no, that I they've shown. Trailers, no. I've been watching Deadly Class. I only watched the first two minutes of it, and then my <laughs> then my uh, DVR kicks off because it's on. The magicians are on before it. I'm too busy watching Hellier. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, well, what, I saved you about another two hours of your life. So. <laughs> <laughs> now I, I, that's one I get to keep. Did they release all of Deadly Class together, or is it still a weekly show? It's, no, it's weekly. It's only it's only been three episodes, right? Yeah. But what do you think? I mean, what what part of the whispers are you looking forward to seeing? What was or that happening? Beta. Was that his name? That like. You're fucking I'll, killing me here, dude. I want to see Beta <laughs> and like Negan meeting Alpha. You know. Uh, yeah. Right before they fight and he tries to slit yeah, his throat. Yeah. Like she tries to like, you know, yeah, yeah exactly that. <laughs> <laughs> you remember the last time you were on the show, Garcia? No. <laughs> yeah, couldn't say. Cause, I'd block yeah. that traumatic experience out too. <laughs> you said your name twice. Uh, you, yeah. <laughs> you said more. You said more in the like 20 minutes you've been there than you did the entire hour and a half episode. I just got back <laughs> on the tailgaters. There you go. Yeah. Excuses. It's the booze talking. So why should we be watching Deadly Class? 
because uh, it's good. Never mind. So, um, <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> Let me see here. Yeah. <laughs> you sold me. That's a oh fantastic reason. I'm going to go back and watch all the episodes now. You're mad at so many words. So I was, uh, I was, I was perusing the internet the other day. What? Anything that's like? Oh, now, okay, hold on, everybody, stop. What? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Go ahead, dude. On point tonight, man. I'm not drinking. I know. (laughs) But no, I mean, like, I haven't watched any of the episodes. Only like the two minutes before my. uh, DVR kicks off after you know Magician, so I'm, all I see is like um, I don't know if it's a highlight, I don't know if it's a begin, I don't know how they start their shows, but how's I mean, what is it going? What? How's Magicians going? Different. It's odd. It's really cool. It's 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 different than any other of the seasons, and it's 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 worth watching this season because it's is this the fourth or fifth the season? Fourth season. Brian swoops in with that subject change to bail out Garcia. Because <laughs> he's sinking faster than the Titanic. <laughs> yeah, he hit that iceberg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right There's ahead. The, what do you mean we didn't get enough lifeboats on here? Yeah. <laughs> so, but I was reading a, a story. Holy shit, you were reading? It happens. It had pictures, so I'm on unsophisticated mm. trash. But, uh, it was a. Uh, there was a guy. It said a guy who had was cosplaying as Mister Freeze, and he was oh, walking yeah. around doing cold puns, like he was going to change the stop sign to say freeze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it was in it was in the Midwest because of all the the polar vortex they were in or whatever. But what I but I think I was like I was reading it and I had to read one line twice and I was like fuck this is probably a fake story. It was his mad fake. I know it was mad fake, but it was uh, he walked up to a lady and says, "You need to cool it down on your makeup." <laughs> <laughs> and the people that were interviewing him said, "I she, the the woman said that she should sue him." Said the woman that is wearing too much makeup. <laughs> but I was like, ah, oh, fuck, you got me. And it was like the last line of the little article, but the. They said the police came and took him away, and he was saying cold puns all the way to the police station. I just thought that would that would be funny to see. You know, you're you're walking to Walmart and it's you know twenty below zero, and there's this motherfucker saying freeze. You know what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought that was fucking a funny story. It's pretty but funny. I thought it was. <laughs> But the only last thing I wanted to close with a Florida man story. Oh, well, I was just looking at uh, at CBR, and it looks like uh, Joe Casada decided to take shots at Bill Maher from Stan Lee's memorial that took place last night. What oh yeah, asshole. there's an empty chair for him. What yep. an asshole! Why is that? Why is he an asshole? Because you're at his funeral. Don't don't talk about some make somebody else a big deal at fucking his funeral. Well, uh, they, he was just at the, like, the memorial for him. And, yeah, he took a picture of an empty seat and sent him a text. He said there's still time uh, with an empty seat with your name on it if you want it. And I guess Bill Maher declined again. Um, and he did it again with it. Hey, uh, what was the last one? It says, you're going to miss a hell of an after party, too. So I think that's kind of funny. Yeah. Apparently, Brian thinks he's an asshole. 
He is, man. <laughs> you can go to a fucking funeral for the great like Stan Lee and bring up Bill Maher. Fucking bullshit. <clears throat> yeah, it's silly. <laughs> but it is, I mean, don't get me wrong, the second part's cool. The memorial part? Yeah. I don't know. I think you I think you just killed the entire story, Brian. Good job. <laughs> I'm good at Hitler doing that. I, I was gonna say you just fucking Hitler that story, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, what did you guys think of the Birds of Prey trailer? Uh, that, that, was a tra- that, that was a trailer. Or teaser. The 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 14 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> you got uh, to you got to pretty much see the entire cast of it. I'm gonna show, something else. They, they didn't show Black Mask, did they? I don't know if Black Mask, Black Mask is in it. Yeah, he is, right? Yeah, he's been confirmed. Yeah. Is he? Yeah, you and McGregor's playing him. Oh, I'm I'm not gonna see it then. <laughs> pass. <laughs> That's a hard pass. I don't know. It it just it looked like a fucking hodgepodge of bullshit for 20 seconds. That's what it looked like to me. I'm gonna wait for something a little bit longer and a little bit more. Oh no! That's oh, probably all they had. They had uh, filmed anyway. So, oh, uh, Tim says yes. Ewan was in the trailer. Damn! Oh man. no! Oh no! Early Captain Marvels declare Goose steals the show, and Goose is the fucking cat. That's stupid. Mm-mm-mm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Hitler that one. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> that needs to stop. <laughs> oh man. Fuck that. You know what's sad? You said Captain Marvel and the whole time I'm thinking about the Shazam movie. That is real sad. Yeah. That's because you got Colbert's brain. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got a cold for brain freeze. <laughs> what do you think of the Birds of Prey trailer, uh, Garcia? I just watched it actually because I didn't see it like till I don't know like the new I don't know what comic book was like heating up but because of the teaser but I just started watching. You collect comic books? I don't collect comic books, but <laughs> I still watch what's it. getting hot. <laughs> what what was that? It was like some birds of I don't know birds of Pre- uh that you didn't watch birds the of prey oracle. Yeah, it looks okay. I'm not really sold yet. Is it new? Old? What is it? Yeah, it's the one from the. Birds of Prey run. That narrowed it down. <laughs> the uh, when uh, Barbara Gordon with Oracle and shit. Oh. <laughs> Barbara Gordon's in Birds of Prey, right? Didn't they kind of tease it? I think she's actually Oracle in the movie. Yeah, they're they're teasing her to fit uh, in one of the last episodes of Gotham. That that series is done, right? This is the last season. They're they're doing whatever they're doing. Are you guys watching the Orville? No. Fucking show is awesome. I heard it's really good. I was watching. It was on last night. I've been watching. I like it. I don't know. The doctor lady fell in love with the robot. <laughs> so they're gonna have robot sex. They got rid of the hot chick, so I stopped watching that show. They put another decently hot chick in her place. What happened yeah. to the original hot chick? She left the show. Yeah, they 
she wasn't strong anymore so because of the gravity of the spaceship so she had to go back to her planet you've only been arrested 14 times because <laughs> one wasn't good enough you had to go for 14 there's been a lot more. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's way better than scratching his balls and sniffing his head. <laughs> Save uh, the show. Give this man a fucking dollar. I know. Fucking kick Garcia out of that chair and have him sit down. He's a fucking genius, dude. <laughs> hey, man, he farts in a bag and tells it to Japanese people. The fucking, he's a YouTube fucking, he is. He. Fucking making money off this shit now. So I love that he just comes in. He's like, "Hey Brian, you know I've only been arrested fourteen times." <laughs> oh, that's great. Good job. Oh man, that's fantastic. We had to change the name of the show. Tim wants to know what's everyone's opinion of the Shazam trailer. I think it looks interesting. <sighs> I'll see it. I'll I think it, I think it's trying to be. I think they're trying to make DC's version of Deadpool, though. I think they're trying to make it real comedic, like Deadpool or Thor Ragnarok. I Try think that they had to do that. Get they away from the it. dark and broody. They had to make it like big. Broody. Ah, oh, dude, that's so good. I can't get over that. <laughs> dude, I got to get a fucking milkshake on the way to your house now, Brian. Fucking good shit, man. You should pick me one up too and drop it off. Yeah, I'll do that. Wait for it. It'll be like it'll be like your run to KSC. Yeah. Just a little bit longer. (laughs) (laughs) And actually show up. So they would they say uh James Gunn is completely redoing uh and they gave it a the new Suicide Squad movie a release date. Mm Mm-hmm. And they said he's that he's redoing the whole thing. Good. Yeah, it's smart. I I bet you know what? I bet you they're gonna make it more Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> with you know, like I I hope they do with that. I don't actually I don't hope they do. I want it to be darker. So are they gonna are they gonna have Harley Quinn in that too? Probably. I don't know. It's pretty smart to get uh, just go get the guy that's gonna do it right. I can't get over. <laughs> you know, I've only been arrested 13 times. 14. Doing 14 times. Guys, I know he was. I know he was. <laughs> it was. It's really only eight. Yeah. He's embellishing. Yeah. But. I see. That's funny. That's funny. All right, Garcia, give us some words of wisdom. Isn't uh, Ben Affleck, like, isn't he done with Batman? <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that right before you walked on. Yeah. Walked in. Yes. Any of this stuff. Damn. <laughs> Just the next Thank yeah. you for your words of wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> so, who plays Batman? There's our new up and comer right there, Garcia. Going on. Oh, he's already Mysterio. Oh, yeah, you, you do the same. You can do that shit they did with uh, Captain America. Right, I'm telling you, but Kyle had a good one with Zach Efron. I think Nick Jonas 
Like, let Nick Jonas do it. I think I saw something that where they were hinting towards him too. Yeah, he said he he came out and said he wanted to do it. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. I want to fucking do it too. I think there's there's a long way for that, Kyle. I'm an up and comer. Are you? Yeah, I'm a no name. They can they can they can cast this no name in it right now. You're yeah, star, dude. you can't do that. What? YouTube star, you can't do that. God yeah, damn it, I quit. Bye. I'm gonna Jose this shit. <laughs> Slayer says, "Oh, that's the scratch and sniff guy." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, man. So nobody went and got comics the other day, huh? Nope. That's probably a first. What? And nobody, not, out of you, all of us, Garcia, nobody went and got comics. I do about every two weeks. Every few, two to three weeks, I, I show up and grab them. I go once a month, and it's the first Wednesday of the month when Walking Dead comes out. Otherwise, I don't go to the comic shop. I bought that new Batgirl cover, the Art Germ. That's it. You guys see the um, the DC 1000 covers? The detective, yeah. That art term looks really oh, good. Yeah. There's a bunch of really good ones, like Greg Capullo, uh, Jock. How many covers are there? A bunch. A lot, yeah. Lau, he's a thousand? <laughs> I think they're going to do the same thing they did with uh, Action. Oh. And that really bombed on them. Fucking A. So hopefully they don't do that. Uh, at least it isn't as bad as them when Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man did let every comic store in the country have their own cover. Oh. I think Jesse's still giving away those those books. I, th- I, I think I've gotten two for free from him in like, <laughs> in like gift bags, like, that, like giveaway bags. Yeah, you can't give them away fast enough, man. No. I think I sold one on eBay for like $3 as a uh, a store variant. Imagine be a completist picking that setup. Oh fuck that! That would make me quit buying comic books. Couldn't do it. I'd drive myself crazy. Yep. Made what? That's basically what made us quit buying comic books because they got saturated. Too many covers. Too many everything. I think they do need to go away from the store covers again, like everybody being able to fucking do it. Well, the artists being able to do it now is saving a ton of money. <coughs> I mean, giving them a ton of money. Yeah. So I don't see the stores being able to do it if the artists are going to do it like crazy, make a ton of money off of it. Is that the snatch and scratch and sniff guy? That's funny. Okay. All right. <coughs> it was him in the flesh. In the yeah, flesh. I was hoping we might get a, a, a Dan Miles appearance again. Yeah. No, he's like a leprechaun only once every seven years. <laughs> a leprechaun? Yep. I'm going to call him more of a locust. No, <laughs> 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 All right. That would be cool if he did make an appearance, though. The Dan Miles appearance. Dan's a good dude. Yeah. So I guess I'm going to close with the Florida man story now. Let's hear it. It says, uh, 
Florida man finds World War II grenade and he takes it to Taco Bell. <laughs> like, first off, how do you find a World War II grenade in somewhere in the middle of fucking Florida? Probably someone brought it home with them. Yeah, or <laughs> and they decided just to say fuck this thing. Can you imagine that thing sitting around in some antique store for thirty years being a live grenade? It could have just been like some dude found. It. He's like, check this out, it's a grenade, and him and his buddy went to go throw it, and it didn't go off, and they couldn't find it again. And this yeah. dude just stumbles across it. I'm gonna take this to Taco Bell with me. Did he try to use it to to rob the store? I want seventeen tacos. <laughs> <laughs> And you show me them boobies. <laughs> we're we're all going up in this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I just I don't know. I want 32 chicken vaginas and you to show me them boobies. <laughs> I, yeah. I just thought that was fucking funny. Just like, hey, you know, I found a grenade. Now it's time to go to Taco Bell. Hell yeah, dude. You never had that before? No. That's the first place. Anytime I'm going to commit a crime, that's the first place I think of going after. Taco Bell? Taco Bell. Or during. Gotta eat cheap. Gotta get that $5 box. That's right. That's that's how you protect yourself when you're in in prison is you you eat Taco Bell on your way there and then you get the fucking runs and no one will want to touch you. Oh, then they make you clean it up. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> I ain't cleared it up. You cleared it up, boy. That uh, fucker chick frosted me like I was a fucking cake. <laughs> but that's uh, uh, that was my Florida man story. Anybody got else? Anybody, anybody got anything else this week? Nope. I think Jose does. No, nope, no, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, he's too busy trying to get arrested for not streaking at the. Uh, Waste management open. That was last year. I thought that was a couple years ago, but that was, uh, last, was last year. year. Yep. Yep. I passed on tickets for that. So it happens when uh, the police foil your plan and raid your sex dungeon because you were going to streak. <laughs> Just, ah. Uh, I mean, I only wanted to go for one reason, and that was it. What, to streak? No, that's what Jose was there for. Oh, okay. To watch Jose streak? Yeah. I wanted to see his little chimichanga. Thank you. <laughs> now I wanted to go there and yell, Baba boy! When they all swing. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> and they get kicked out because for being an asshole. Well, what I was hoping for is they record it. And then oh. they send it to Howard Stern. And then Howard Stern plays it on the show. Because mm. it's become kind of a golf thing. Hmm. When people swing, they go ba ba booey. So, and he's been playing it for years. That they've like, there's some places though they automatically kick you out. But the waste management open isn't one of them. Yeah, you he, have to threaten Tiger Woods to do that. Is Garcia smashing himself back there? So we got another one. I thought we, we were gonna I thought we were gonna fucking strike fire twice. Serial scratcher. <laughs> that's, that's it's always in Brian's house in the same spot. By that's, the, that's the scratching post. Comics. Get out of those fucking comics, Garcia. But. All right. Well, 
that I guess that'll end our show for this week. I want to thank everyone hanging out in the chat. Hey, if we've been hanging out and having a great time tonight, I see we have a, quite a few people in chat, but only four likes. If you had a great time tonight, make sure you hit that like button. If this is your first time here, make sure to hit that subscribe button. We could use all of the subscribers we can get. Apparently, my mom was in the chat, my dad yeah. was in the chat, and my nephew was in the chat. Your whole fucking the whole Stinton clan was in the, the chat, huh? The clan, <laughs> not that kind well, of clan. The clan. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's ears perked up real quick. He's like, "What? Hitler? What? Clan? What? Clan? Well, I, I think clan. clan. I think a different type of clan. I think you know Brian McClay from the Clan McClay. Mm. Sure, you do. Whatever. Yeah. Isn't that what he said in Highlander? Sure, you do. You don't anyway. even do fucking Highlander. <laughs> if you had a good time tonight, make sure you hit that like button. <laughs> this is your first time watching us Brian's live on YouTube. Asleep. Make sure to hit that subscribe button. Uh, if you like to listen to this podcast again or as a, in an audio form, you could do so on any uh, website that you can download podcasts from. But for this week's episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast, I'm Matt. I'm Kyle. I'm Jose. And that's Kirstie <laughs> in the back. <laughs> I'm Jose. <laughs> and we'll see you <laughs> next time. <laughs>